How's it going? Doing good. How are you? Can't complain, my friend. Welcome, everybody. See everybody trickling in here. You guys know what to do. Go ahead and get this space out. Let everybody know that Lunk Live starts now. We're going to have a great show today, guys. We've got Enterprise Protocol in the house, and we're going to be getting right into things because we are on a very strict schedule, so we're not going to waste any more time. So, Vlad, go ahead and give our audience a little background about yourself. Who are you? And then we'll deep dive into Enterprise Protocol. Go ahead, sir. Perfect. So uh, thanks for the, the quick introduction. Um, I'll continue from there. My name is Vlad. Um, I'm currently the apps team lead here at TFL. Um, and for the past two years-ish, I've been building Enterprise Protocol and Warp Protocol, along with another um, you know, few ideas that we've had internally. Um, but primarily those two things. Um, and the goal for both of them was to get them across to as many chains as possible. Um, so that everybody can benefit from uh, these applications. And today we're going to be talking about enterprise. Um, and so, yeah, that's a quick description about me. I can go straight into describing what enterprise is and, and why I think it's worth building and, and why I think it's worth using as well. Absolutely. Um, go so ahead. Yeah. So enterprise, for those of you that are unfamiliar with it, is a DAO management suite um, and what it allows you to do is create DAOs and manage DAOs in a very no-code manner. Um, and so by no-code, we mean like the goal eventually is going to be absolutely no-code uh, will be involved in managing your DAOs. And now there's three types of DAOs that, that we offer services for. Um, and those are um, multi-sigs, which is your common, you know, it's basically a wallet split into multiple signatures. Um, to sign each transaction. You have token-based DAOs, um, which are very popular, um, and then NFT-gated DAOs. So each you know, vote is one NFT, and as long as you're part of that collection, um, you can kind of participate in the DAO. Um, and why DAOs are cool is that it allows a large group of people to coordinate assets and um, you know, coordinate money to get things done in a very efficient manner. Very nice. Very nice. A lot of people have been very, very excited to hear about this on Lunk Live. And I myself have been reading a lot about, you know, enterprise protocol. And I think that it's something very, very important as far as cross-chain economies. Can you kind of tell the audience in your own words about, you know, what that is, kind of cross-chain economies and why that is so important, especially, you know, trying to move towards mass adoption and how something like enterprise DAO can achieve such a thing? Yeah. So I'm I've always been of the opinion that um, assets matter more than the chain um, that those assets are found on. Um, and I think that eventually, like when we do reach, you know, the masses of people, they're not going to care about what chain their application is running on. 
Um, and so what I mean by this is that if you have an application, um, selecting the chain is similar to like selecting whether you want your website that you're using uh, to use Google Cloud or, or, or AWS. At the end of the day, what the chain is, is it's a server running your computations. And so if you could uh, create a site, create a DAP that no matter what chain you're coming from is usable, um, and you can use you know, your wallet to do that. Um, if your assets, like regardless of where your assets are on what chain, that app is usable just the same um, as it would be if it was just a single chain application, then I think that's great. And I think you could enable people to do a lot more things and, and a lot quicker with a smoother experience. And I, I, I think that's where Enterprise DAO is going at the moment, where regardless of what chain you have, uh, your assets on, you're going to be able to interact with the app and the experience is the exact same. Um, and so what this allows you to do is um, have DAOs that are cross-chain in nature. Um, and so you're able to control your assets, not just um, you know, on the Terra chain right now, but on any chain in Cosmos that, uh, that does support the tech that we want to go to. Very nice. And what chains are you guys currently um, you know, focusing on? I mean, obviously all chains, but where are you live at right now? Or which ones have you already you know, got set in stone? Yeah, so at the moment, um, we have our, our governance hub, which is on, on the Terra chain right now. Um, we have Osmosis that we recently deployed to. Uh, we're on Neutron, Juno, Stargaze, and Megaloo. Um, and Megaloo was actually the first one that we were on. And we're looking to expand actually to every chain in Cosmos at the moment, um, as long as they support IBC hooks. And so that's like the biggest component here um, is you need the IBC hooks module has to be properly set up and enabled. Um, that's basically the only criteria um, that I have at the moment. Um, once you have that, um, you know, developers of that chain can shoot us a message. Um, and we can get set up. It's very easy to set up enterprise DAOs um, and, and treasuries on other chains. Um, it's literally, you know, up to, I'd say an hour total of, of effort that it takes. So, you know, we do multiple in a day, as long as that, you know, um, that bit of criteria is set. Gotcha. And I know that for a fact, there's a lot of, um, you know, talk within the Terra Classic community about, you know, wanting to, you know, check into this the enterprise protocol to see, you know, what things can be featured on, you know, this blockchain and, and for the community here. A lot of people are buzzing about it. I know I was very excited to get you guys on the show today and to talk about, you know, what it is you're building, you know, the future. And I listened to your previous space with uh, with the uh, Terra Money, you know, talking about these cross-chain economies. And I think it's brilliant because, you know, I mean, I, I'm a big supporter of being able to go cross-chain. I think it's very, very important, like we stated earlier about you know, mass adoption. If you are a fan of whatever, you know, token that you hold or, or crypto and it's on a certain blockchain, you know, that blockchain should be able to, you know, communicate with everyone. And, you know, that's, you know, increasing the network, that's increasing your exposure, your use cases, your communities, and you're literally combining yourselves as one big crypto army, basically. So, I mean, I was really impressed with the last space that you guys had. I was in there listening you know, very closely. And I th I said, man, this is a great idea. This is something that all of Cosmos needs to have because it allows each community to, you know, be a part of the other. And, you know, I think that's very, very important, especially for the future and not just be kind of like, you know, 
boxed into one little group. I mean, that's great if you want to be you know, a supporter of, of one blockchain of one project. But if you allow yourself the opportunity to venture out and, and figure out all these other cool blockchains, I mean, you're really setting yourself up for, for success because there's a really good opportunity out there, not just for one blockchain, but for, but for all. Now, let's go over the, the new upgrades that you guys talked about. You made a post uh, about 15 hours ago. You know, talking about, you know, treasury portfolio charts, Dow staking positions, liquid pools. Can you kind of like tell the audience about the importance of like liquidity pools? Because there's some people that kind of understand it. They don't understand it. Can you kind of give them a little introduction about the importance of liquidity pools and and their um, their use case? Yeah, sure. So um, with the updates, um, prior to the update, we actually only supported like tokens and NFTs. Um, so if you had regular tokens in your portfolio, you'd see them. Um, if you'd have NFTs in your portfolio, you'd see them. But as soon as you deposited into something like a liquidity pool, um, it would kind of disappear um, because it was just shown under a different tab that we hadn't supported yet. Um, and what liquidity pools are is um, basically if you have a, a swap right between two tokens, um, you're swapping within a liquidity pool. And um, typically on centralized exchanges, this would be an order book. So people literally have orders set up on both sides. doesn't work that way in crypto. Um, and so if you want liquidity, if you want you know, that, that depth of tokens on both sides, and for instance, let's say um, we have the Luna Classic token and USDC, right? You have a pair right there. Um, and a liquidity token, an LP token, would be you depositing, um, you know, an amount of each token. Uh, the amount of each depends on the price of the token, and the price depends on, you know, the amount that's in the liquidity pool at the moment. And so um, imagine, uh, for example, um, Luna Classic is a dollar, is equal to one USDC. Um, to get one LP token out of that, you deposit, you know, one of each. Um, and so you'd have a one-to-one ratio. The price changes when the, um, when the ratio of these changes. So um, if you would have to deposit you know, two to one Luna Classic to USDC, that would mean essentially, um, just for simplicity's sake, that would essentially mean that uh, Luna Classic is worth 50 um, cents. If it's the other way around, it kind of means the price is doubled. Um, and so you get rewarded if you deposit into a liquidity pool, because people are essentially trading using your funds. So if they buy, so say you're, you're the only person in this liquidity pool providing liquidity. If people are trading on it, they're using your assets. So if they buy um, the LUNK token, um, they would essentially take the LUNK token out of your pool and put the USDC in um, and then vice versa. Um, and so for every one of these swaps, if you do deposit an LP, you do get a percentage of the swap fee. Um, and then sometimes these pools are incentivized on top of that. Um, so with Astroport, for some pools, if you deposit LPs, you also get you know, Astro token incentives. And so this is super useful for DAOs um, because it's just another way that they could potentially make revenue. Um, and now this is not foolproof. I don't want to give any financial advice here. Um, there is you know, um, impermanent loss at play here. So um, you know, once you put your tokens in, people trade with them. You might not come out with the same amount of tokens, um, but you know, do your own research on that. 
Um, it is, if done properly, it could be a, a stream um, of revenue for the DAO if they, um, you know, take in those, uh, those swap fees. Gotcha. And yeah, of course, guys, you know, do your own research on all this non-financial advice. And I think everybody who's been in crypto long enough, you know, understands the the importance of, of researching projects. You know, they always provide material for you to view. So make sure that you guys are doing that. Also, guys, if you got any questions for me, my DMs are open. Shoot me a question. If you don't want to come up here and ask, we're going to try our best to get through the, the program as quickly as we can. If you got anything off the top of your head that you can think of, shoot me a message. I'll try to answer the question for you. Uh, Vlad, tell us a little bit about Pulsar Finance because people still aren't uh, aware of how they got how the how they're helping you guys out, what they're you know creating for you. Um, tell the audience a little bit uh, a little bit about what they're doing as far as uh, building wise for you, uh, user interfaces, things like that. Tell us a little bit about Pulsar Finance. Sure. So um, Pulsar at the at the core is a data company, and they're really really good at data. Um, so. You know, you guys are in crypto. You've been in crypto for quite a while, I assume. Um, you know that there's tons of protocols. There's tons of tokens on a ton of different chains. Um, after a while, this gets really difficult to keep track of. Um, nearly impossible unless it's your full-time job. Uh, luckily for Pulsar, it is their full-time job. Um, and what they do is they have teams um of people going onto different chains scoping out what's getting big what's getting popular all of the different projects that are coming up on these chains and then they're indexing them um and now what indexing does is it starts tracking the name it starts tracking the information the price um etc cetera, etc cetera, for all of these tokens all of these protocols all these positions across all these different chains um and i think there's nearly a thousand if not more protocols that they've integrated already um, that's a lot of work that requires a team to do. Um, and it's really important for us for a couple reasons. Um, number one is we want to support as many assets as possible on enterprise. Um, and so this is within the treasury. Like if you deposit something, you want to be able to see it and you can only see it if you have the information for it. Right. Um, and so it's really important to be able to see and to use as many assets as are available. Um, because then you're not gonna have to kind of wait for some GitHub PR to go in. You're not gonna have to manually uh, put in your token information and, and kind of wait for that process. Everything's automated. Um, and we make sure that we can see uh, the most breadth of assets across all of crypto. Um, and wherever we go, we know that we're gonna have asset support because we already have all of these assets indexed. Um, they also provide um, you know, servers and services for uh, balance tracking, asset tracking across all the accounts. Another big problem is that you wanna make sure that whatever balance a user has on their chain is shown correctly, because if it's incorrect, it's a very stressful experience for people. Um, like you, it, it might show you have more, um, it might show you have less than you actually have. Uh, neither of those cases are very desirable. Um, and so we have Pulsar showing us, you know, true balances across all these chains. Um, and in a cross-chain world, it gets increasingly difficult uh, to do this because for every chain, you have to query that chain. Um, sometimes you have to go back in transactions and do a bunch of calculations. And with Pulsar, they kind of specialize in that. So they specialize in the data, the protocol integrations, um, and then also the um, 
um, also the balances and and the positions that you in particular have across all these protocols. Why this is useful for enterprise is we get to use their data and we don't have to do any work to get this data. We have true balances. We have all these graphs that we can incorporate just using Pulsar's data. And all we have to do is call a few different Pulsar API endpoints and they make it very, very simple for us. Uh, they're constantly updating. Um, so if you guys do want to check out, they, they have their own site with their own dashboard. You can take a look at um, app.pulsar.finance. Um, and over there, you could just basically take a look at your portfolio, see what you have, see what you've had over time. Um, really impressive stuff and you know things like this you don't really think about as an end user, but for developers, it's it's like a dream come true. Yeah, because I mean, let's let's just be honest here. I mean, when it comes to to crypto, you've you've got to have real time live data at your fingertips, right? I mean, let's just face it. If you're going to be making you know huge trades, you've got to be able to get all the data as quickly as you possibly can. If you're an arbitrage trader, if you're somebody that is you know a day trader by trade, you know you need to have all these things. You know, most most people have three or four screens. You know, in front of them when they're doing their crypto trading. I mean, we've all seen the pictures on social media of them showing. You know, this is my this is my my kiosk. This is my my uh, my desk here, and they're they're proud of it, right? So I mean, to me, I mean, being able to to get data like that, you know, very very quickly through Pulsar. I mean, that's huge, and I, I'm I'm very excited to hear that you guys have a provider that's assisting you with this because this is how you know success is made. You know, uh, making partnerships, cross pollination. You know, using strengths of others and combining them into one central hub, I think that is magnificent. And I, I really hope that we can bring those types of talents to the Terra Luna Classic blockchain because that's what's going to help you, you know, in the coming bull run, really showcase yourself for new investors coming into this market. They're looking, you know, for opportunity. They're looking for ways, you know, to make profit. They're, they want to be a part of a project that they feel like is building constantly you know, just focusing on improving their, their interface, improving their reputation. And I think if you do it this way, then you're on the right path for sure. So say, say the Terra Luna Classic is hearing all this and they're like, Diamond Hands, this is great. Like, you know, enterprise downsells bullish. You know, how do we, how do we get this started? How long would it take, say, for, you know, Lunk to be incorporated with this if they wanted to do the enterprise DAOs, if they wanted to join you guys on this mission? About how long do you think it would take? Like, what's the process with that? Yeah, so um, number one thing is, is I, I agree with your first statement, is that we do have to, you know, all work together to get the best user experience. And, you know, in, in the previous bull run, um, I think what was really highlighted to me is that if you wanted to use a great app, you had to stick to a single chain. Um, and if you wanted to use another chain, like an EVM chain, and you had assets there, well, you're kind of out of luck um, unless you kind of use IBC. And at that time, IBC wasn't even that developed. Um, and so we're building with the thesis that, um, you know, regardless of what chain you're on, you deserve these good apps, you deserve these good interfaces, um, and we're going to bring them to you. We're going to make it super easy to use. Um, you know, we have Station. Um, Station supports Luna Classic. And, um, you know, as long as you have Station, you'll be able to use all of our apps. Now, how long is it going to take? Um, I actually have to check um, based on the Luna Classic chain, whether you guys have IBC hooks. Um, and for those of you that don't know what IBC hooks is, is it's a module that allows you to 
um, perform actions on a different chain. And so it's kind of similar to interchain accounts. Um, but the reason I like it over interchain accounts is that um, smart contracts can use them over existing IBC channels for transfer for, for token transfer channels. And it makes it very easy for us to kind of distribute um, and use a you know single standard, use the relayers that everybody else are using um, without having to like kind of spawn up one for every DAO. Um, and so as long as you guys have IBC hooks up, I think it would not take more than two weeks from the beginning of development. Um, and the reason why, you know, Terra Classic is a little bit more difficult than typical chains is, as you guys know, you have the exact same address pattern. So we're just going to have to code in a way to differentiate those. Um, but technically, there's nothing challenging here. Um, as long as we get coordinated on, you know, the IBC hooks, you guys get that on the chain. Um, and if you have it already, then we can begin work, um, you know, immediately. Well, that's very, very exciting because, yeah, a lot of people are, are literally, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not uh, kidding here. They're foaming at the mouth because people are ready to build. They're, they're ready for use cases, utilities, um, you know, creating things that make people want to utilize your blockchain. Right. And I've been watching you guys for a long time now. I've been in some of your spaces. I'm, I'm hearing your vision, your roadmaps, things that you're wanting to create. And I'm sitting here literally, you know, nodding my head saying, this is the way. I mean, this is how you literally make a statement to the world and show who you are as a company, show who you are as a blockchain. And they hop all over it. Right. If you're not if you're not doing things in a way that shows that you're serious, you're not doing things in a way that shows that you have the capability of building a future. People are not going to come to you. They're just not. They're going to go to a meme coin. They're going to go to a pump and dump. They're going to go to someplace else where they think there's opportunity. <clears throat> and I've been in crypto long enough, multiple years, to know that typically with the real projects, I'm talking about the ones that have a longevity you know, thing with it, it takes time. It takes time to get your name out there. It takes time for people to understand what it is you've created. I mean, can you make money in other areas? Why, sure. But can you also lose it? Absolutely. But I myself, right, as an investor in cryptocurrency, I'm mainly focusing now on the longer plays, you know, the one, two, five, ten year plays, because, you know, mass adoption is is coming. It's on the horizon. And those who see this coming should be building heavily and as much as they possibly can right now to get in front of the new crowd that's coming, because they are right. We all know that. And I, I really believe that what you talked about with these downs, you talked about with data what you talked about with cross-chain economies, that, that phrase right there, cross-chain economies. When you stated that in the last chair of money space, I was like, it's like a light bulb went off for me. I'm like, ding, there it is. That right there is the secret sauce. Because it really is an economy, folks. If you really deep dive into this stuff, they're, they're, they're own little countries, if you will, digitally. And you know, I, I really love this idea. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I really want to see more of this happen. Vlad, I think our I think our devs have mentioned the IBC uh, IBC hooks for us. I'm not sure of the current status on that. Are you guys in in contacts with them, uh, or, or you have channels open up? If you don't, we can work on that to kind of get things rolling. I mean, do you have an open line of communication with the L1 task force or no? I don't think I do personally. Um, I could see with the team, but regardless, yeah, if you could set that up, I think that would be super helpful. I'm looking it up online right now, and it looks like there's a group called Genuine uh, Labs that yeah, so they're, to do they're that for team, you guys. Yeah, so there's a team called Genuine Labs that has just kind of uh, you know 
come into the picture. They've done some work for us in conjunction with the L1 task force, and we've been so far happy with their work. Um, they just recently got paid for some upgrades that they did the blockchain. So yes, they are a team that's working for us. And we have some other individuals who are doing some work as well. So, but typically it's the, it's the, you know, the, the joint L1 task force, Genuine Labs is in there. It's kind of like a, a collective body, if you will, of, um, of, of developers that support this recovery and this initiative, right? So we have a couple of teams. We don't have like one set, like this is the team, nobody else is contributing. And that's not how we roll, right? We're, we're like, hey guys, look, we want to rebuild this blockchain. If you have developers that want to contribute, you know, get in these channels with us and let's make some work happen here, right? Um, just recently, we passed some some proposals trying to get more safety and security for the blockchain. They're trying to, you know, KYC some L1 developers just to give an extra layer of security and 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 trust basically to the, the community, right? And uh, so that just recently passed. And so they're just trying everything they can think of to just try and get us to that next level. And, you know, the, that's why we're having conversations like we are today to show not only the people of the, of the Terra Luna Classic community that we're working, but to also show other blockchains that, hey, look, we are absolutely open for business. We are willing to do cross collaborations as long as it's fair and nice for everybody involved. And that's kind of what we're doing right now. And Lunk Live trying its best to help with that. So, yeah, if you need anything from me or if you need to speak with somebody from the Joint L1 Task Force, just get up with me, shoot me a DM, and I'll try to help as best I can to you know, help connect you guys. Because I, I can't stress that enough. People, people are ready. You know, they they've been here for 20 months now. They're supporting every single day. We've got people that are deploying new projects. You know, uh, very often that are that are burning Terra Classic. That are coming up with ways to bring you know use case and value here. And I think that hey, look, you know, the future is bright for us. I think the future is bright for you guys. So let's let's have some talks, right? Let's make some magic happen here. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. So yeah, it, it looks like you guys just implemented IBC hooks a couple proposals ago, I believe. Um, it's saying February fifth. Um, I'm gonna have to do a little bit more research um, to see and 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 to test it out whether it works because there's some you know major chains that have tried to implement it and just did so incorrectly. Um, so we just got to make sure that that works. And as soon as it works, we just have to um, decouple the uh, the the two Terra addresses, and you know find the difference between those. Make sure that you know Terra Classic addresses are handled one way, and and you know Terra um, addresses are handled another way, so that you kind of don't mix them together logically. Um, but as soon as that's done, like it, it's really not difficult to go ahead and and um, create some, uh, enterprise deployments, um, on Terra Classic. All right, Vlad, are you there? I think, I think I might be rugging. Are you still there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now I'm you're back. back. Sorry okay. about that folks. <laughs> X, X likes to be naughty. Sometimes it likes to, you know, all of a sudden go blank and I can't hear anybody, but it looks like we're back. Can you still hear yes, me? Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness. I thought we rugged there for a second. Yeah. So no, I, I think that, you know, I think the current issue that we have now, right is there are still individuals out there that think that Lunk is Luna, Luna is Lunk. It's the same teams. Um, you know, it, it, there's no different difference between the two. And what we've been trying to tell people is, you know, and, and that's why we had the space with Mr. Amani not too long ago and, and trying to, you know, show people like, hey, look, there is a difference. You know, he's going on multiple, you know, platforms to kind of talk about very briefly the difference between, you know, Luna 2.0 and, and Luna Classic. And, you know, I, I, I find it very 
you know, interesting that people still don't know the difference, even though we've been <laughs> we've been talking about this for almost two years. But that's fine, right? That's fine. One thing that I do like is that we we're starting to give people, right, the communities, the option of, hey, look, you know, if you want to hold 2.0, fantastic. If you want to hold classic, awesome. But you're giving them the opportunity to make the decision for themselves, right? And I also like that, you know, we're having conversations between both both platforms, both dev teams, um, because I think that's really, really awesome. And I also want to, you know, publicly state to you and your teams, you know, everybody at, at TFL for continuing to support Terra Luna Classic. I know that some days are rough and, and things get said and there's a lot of confusion. Social media can can you know tie into that and just really cloud the water. But I'll tell you this. A large, a very large majority of the Terra Luna Classic family is very appreciative. You know, the TFL continues to show support for Classic on Station Wallet. That you're, you know, you're. I think Amani, you know, described us as showing respect as a as a, another Cosmos chain, like you know, giving all the rights and privileges. I love that, man. I think that's fantastic because at the end of the day, we're all crypto enthusiasts. We're here to showcase our time and our talent to the world. And, you know, I, I understand that people are going to butt heads and they're going to say things, but that's just time wasting, right? That, that, that's a bunch of garbage. We got to get past that. We got to build some cool stuff that people want to utilize because that's how you're going to get people bullish. And that's how you're going to make a name for yourself, you know, for the whole world to see, you know. And uh, I understand that people, you know, have said, you know, for both projects that, you know, why you waste your time with that? There's no future. And I highly, highly disagree. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you've not taken some time to look at the things that TFL is building, you really need to start looking at this stuff very carefully because these wonderful products have the opportunity, as Vlad stated, to go to all of Cosmos. And that includes Terra Luna Classic. So, you know, that's what we're going to be focusing on is Lunk Live, Vlad, as a platform. We want to showcase all this wonderful tech that's being created because you hit the nail right on the head. It is. It takes a lot of time a lot of effort, a lot of money to develop these things. And so we got to we gotta put them on a pedestal, baby, and, and put them out there for the world to see. Yeah, there you go. And I, and I think this fits really well into the cross-chain interchain economies that, that we were talking about, um, where you can kind of consider every, um, every chain in the cosmos as, as a country. And each country kind of specializes in its own thing. Um, and what we're doing at TFL with the applications that we're building is we're opening up access to this economy for everybody to use and for everybody to benefit um, from, from each of these chains, each of these countries individually. Um, and so we want you know, people to be able to um, have DAOs and make investments in each one of these chains if they feel like that's the right fit for them. Um, and, and Luna Classic is no different. I think right now, because um, somebody had a, a pretty good question. Thank you for the, the person that asked that. Um, what um, version of SDK is required? Is it is it at least minimum of forty seven that's required for this, or do you do, or do you just have to have the IBC hooks that you? Make? You just have to have IBC hooks and and Cosmosm. That's it. I'm pretty sure we've been running Enterprise since forty five. Fantastic. So yeah, the great question, guys, for asking that because there was some confusion there of. Hey, you've got to have IBC hooks. You also have to have version 47 and all these different things. So thank you for clarifying that for us, Vlad. So guys, you heard it there. You know, you're just going to have Cosm, Wasm, and IBC hooks installed to make this thing operational. 
So that's good news. There's a lot of um, you know buzz about that with all these these updates and upgrades. Kind of tell us a little bit about that, Vlad. Of you know uh, the reason for the upgrades because some people were always, was always asking me, you know, Diamond Hands. It just seems like they did this latest upgrade. You know, why are they continuously putting this out? Can you kind of talk to the audience a little about you know the significance of why you guys push these upgrades? You know, as far as safety and security wise, of why you do them ever so often? Yeah. So um, there's constantly a working group. Um, within all of the critical teams um, of, of the Cosmos stack. And by critical, I mean stuff like the literal IBC protocol itself. Um, you have the consensus teams, you have you know, the Cosmosm teams, all the essentials that you need to keep your chain running. Um, and now some upgrades may seem insignificant because they don't provide like feature upgrades, um, but you know, every so often there's a bug found um, in the Cosmos SDK itself, or in something like Cosmosm, where um, you know they discover some kind of vulnerability, and typically what these vulnerabilities um, entail, um, and and most commonly is halting your chain. So it's a vulnerability that essentially allows people to perform a set of you know obscure weird actions that will you know maybe cause a memory leak in the validators, maybe. Um, you know, break consensus where one validator spits out, um, you know, one piece of data, the other validator spits out another piece of data, and they kind of can't agree um, because, you know, there's no consensus. And so that kind of halts the chain. Um, and so you need these maintenance upgrades uh, every once in a while to make sure that that can't happen. And that every time that something like this is found, it gets patched up very quickly. Um, so there's a bunch of bugs that end up being fixed this way. Uh, there's also, you know, infrastructure additions um, such as IBC hooks and, and packet forwarding middleware that um, the uh, L1 task force has been working on. Um, these are things that you won't see an effect with directly. Like as a user, you can't really use them. Um, however, applications make great use of this. Um, and so a few different ways, for instance, like if you want to use station to swap tokens um, and you want to do like cross-chain swaps, you're going to need both of these modules. Uh, packet forwarding middleware allows you to kind of send tokens from chain to chain and hop uh, using that. I'm going to call it, call it PFM because it's kind of hard to pronounce. Um, but PFM allows you to hop between chains. And why this is useful is you guys know um, you know, the IBC hashes, um, if you send Luna to osmosis, it's no longer called Luna on the osmosis chain. It's called IBC slash bunch of letters, bunch of numbers. Um, every time you send it to a different chain, it rehashes it. And so PFM allows you to get like kind of the cleanest version. So it'll go back through that path. It'll go back to the original chain and then you'll send it to another chain. Um, and then IBC hooks is at the destination chain. So say I want to send um, an asset from Terra to Terra Classic, and then I also want to swap it on one of your DEXs. Uh, that swapping portion is the action that IBC hooks is essentially allowed to take on that destination chain. And so before IBC hooks, all that we would be allowed to do is uh, send the asset over, and then you have to kind of complete a different transaction on that chain to do something with the asset. Now it's on one transaction. You sign it once, it does you know, all these hops, all these skips, and then it actually does something on the destination chain 
Um, and again, this isn't something that you can actually use as a user, but developers implement this into their wallets, into, you know, we've done this with enterprise. Um, it's required for these treasuries and it's super useful. It, 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 it enables your chain to do so many more things. I mean, just listening to that again, I mean, I'm sitting here going, yeah, this is, this is bullish. I mean, this, this is the kind of talk that a, a lot of people have been waiting for. Um, they're very interested in, you know, building. They're very interested in, in these multiple teams that are creating these works of art, if you will, and, and, and showcasing them to multiple blockchains, to, to multiple cross-chain economies. I know I keep saying that term, but that's the best way to describe it. And when I hear talks like this, I mean, just, just looking at it like an outsider, it gets me excited, you know, and I've, I've been a, a Terra Classic holder since the, the day of the crash. And um, I'm just sitting here saying, you know, this is the direction that, that this community should go in, is trying our best to reach out to these other blockchains, because we're all still here, because it's almost been two years. Everybody is still here. I know the crash was was a catastrophic. It was a terrible event. But look, we're still here. Everybody is still working. They're still building. And now what we have to do, right, pick the pieces up, put them back together and push forward. And I'm very excited to have, you know, you here on Lunk Live, you know, talking to this wonderful audience about things that you're creating, because it shows that no matter what happened in the past, it doesn't always dictate your future. Um, you have two choices. You can, you know, let that break you and submit to it, or you can use his motivation and say, let's not do that again. Let's try to recuperate loss. Let's try to build something, build back better, right? Make it better than before and push forward. And I think that that's what we're starting to realize now with, with TFL and the things that you guys are doing. Somebody asked a question as well. Um, is this only for enterprise protocol with the IBC hooks and the Cosmwasm or I think what they're trying to ask is because they've heard about, you know, the Alliance DAO and, and uh, more protocol and stuff like that that you mentioned before. That's all you need for all of this, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's for everything. Um, you know, um, once we do support Terra Classic, it's going to be very easy to participate in these DAOs. And so um, if you want to participate in an Alliance DAO, um, you could very simply buy an NFT um and eventually with ibc hooks and pfm like you're literally not going to be able to tell like what chain this you know exchange is on um if you have you know lunk and you want to use lunk to pay for the fees you know i'm i'm seeing a future that you know all of these exchanges actually support that um because they can just do the conversions automatically like the user should not care um it should be made as simple as possible. And, and these two things allow for that. Fantastic. And somebody asked a question as well. I know they asked it last week because they remembered that we were going to have you guys, you know, on Lunk Live talking about Enterprise Dow. They had, a, they had a question about USTC. Will that also be able to be utilized and when, you, when you guys give, um, you know, Terra Classic the ability to, to venture into this? Will there be anything that, that we can utilize UST for, or USTC for? Yeah. So if you want to create a DAO, you can use literally any token um, that includes Luna and USTC. If you want to create like a second Luna, you know, governance pool, or you want to manage your community pool with enterprise, like you could absolutely do that. If you want to do that with USTC and create like a USTC DAO, you could do that as well. If you don't want to create a DAO, well, you can hold these in your treasuries um, and you can manage using whatever, you know, maybe third token that you create. Um, honestly, the, the options are unlimited here, uh, but, you know, to sum it up, we, we do support, 
um, any token, and that includes you know USDC and, and Luna Classic. I'm, I'm taking a look at the the Telegram chats here, just to kind of give you an idea of Vlad. It says Enterprise, we have been waiting for this, <laughs> <laughs> right? So people, I'm telling you, man, people people are excited about this. They're 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 foaming at the mouth, chomping at the bit, like we want utilities, we want the builders, give us the builders, right? And so that's that's what we're doing. People are demanding it, and so we we answer that call, and that's why we're having you on the show today. But just to kind of, you know, give you a, a visual of that, I mean, just by looking at comments like that, we've been waiting for this. It's like these people are ready for you, man. So, I mean, all we have to do is just get things in order, and and uh, sounds like we've already been working on the IBC hooks, and and uh, you know, as, as long as we can make this happen, I think a lot of people will be very very excited for this. You use this as well, and also. I uh, I just got a message here from Ricardo here. Uh, people don't know this, but we have actually already created a DAO on Enterprise, the Luna Classic DAO. So I can tell you guys publicly that it does work. There you go. <laughs> so it's it's very cool. I I, I like uh, I like how it's set up. Um, it's it's very smooth. I like the UI. Also, too, I almost forgot. Tell tell the guys about you all created also a platform. Because it, it seems like to me you really take uh, customer feedback very seriously. Tell us about the portal that you guys created. Yeah, so um, we have been using Telegram up until then uh, to kind of sift through feedback. But unfortunately, you know, with Telegram, if you don't write everything down, it, it kind of goes, you know, lost in the weeds with all the messages that pop up. And so we decided that we needed some, you know, isolated space where all these pieces of feedback could be entered in. And so we created feedback.enterprise.money. Uh, that is a website that you guys can go check out. Um, if you do have any feedback, it's kind of like a uh, forum social uh, thing where you can post feedback, people can comment and upvote. Um, and then eventually, you know, we sift through there. Uh, we see what's useful, what we think is going to have the most impact. Um, and then we build out those things. Very, very nice. So you heard there, folks, there's also ways for you to communicate with your team. Um, I'm a big, big supporter of that. We've been seeing here <laughs> from uh, certain exchanges. Uh, they, they call it customer service, but that, that's laughable uh, to call it that. So I'm, I'm a big, big supporter of customer service because the the public, you know, they're gonna they're gonna make you successful or not. And you've got to have avenues to communicate with these people effectively because they're gonna tell you, hey, we like this. Hey, this man, nah, this not so much. Can you improve this? Can you make this easier for us? And if you cater to that, if you listen to them, they will make you so successful. Um, my family's been in business for many, many years. And, you know, my father always told me, look, the people are going to tell you what you need to know. You know, they're, they're, they're going to let you know if you're doing a good job or not very quickly. And uh, if, they, if they don't tell you you're not doing a good job, guess what? You're doing a good job. <laughs> so if it's not broke, you don't fix it. Right? There you go. But I like that. You guys, you know, you're, you're, you're making the steps to, you know, to get your name out there. You're doing things the right way. You're going cross-chain, you're making products that people can utilize within their own communities, and then also make it into one big super community if you if you want to go that route. I, I think it's awesome. I, I think it's fantastic. I can't wait to see this thing go live. Um, I'm literally like on a countdown, like when this can be implemented for the, uh, the Lung community, because I, I couldn't tell you how many messages that I've gotten saying, you know, Diamond Hands, when can we get Alliance? When can we get Enterprise? When can we get White Whale and Backbone Labs? And and all these wonderful things. I'm like, patience, guys, patience. <laughs> you you got to let these cats build. So typically, how, on average, so you guys come out with an idea, right? 
how how long does it typically take when you guys come up with this wonderful idea of a DAO system or you know these alliance NFTs? What what's the time frame on that? What's the typical time frame to create something like that? Oh man, that is a difficult question because there are some things that you kind of have an idea for and it seems very simple. Um, but the technology is just not available for that at the moment, or it's very difficult to use. Um, so there's some updates that take a very long time and some updates that take a short time. To create something like Enterprise DAO, um, I mean, in its current form, it would be very difficult to do it again if it was our first time again. Um, but then once you've done it once, it kind of like everything kind of seems trivial. So you could do it again very quickly. Um, but you know, it, it all depends on your team as well. Like if you have a good coordinated team, um, you know, a strong developer team and, you know, some strong product guys that kind of know if you have a community already, it makes things a lot easier because the last thing you want to do is build in a silo. Um, you're never going to get product market fit like that. That's why we have feedback channels. That's why we kind of like, uh, send in updates, um, for all of our, you know, most, um, most active users. Um, you guys would see, you know, Ryan Lyons in, in this call right now, he's been very invaluable to us, um, in providing feedback. And if you have all of these components, it makes it easier. Um, but you know, the first time you try to, you know, complete something technically, something that's never been done before, it always seems kind of, kind of difficult as you're doing it and sometimes even impossible. Um, and you know, yeah, it's just a very difficult question. There's no single timeline. It, it it all really depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah, totally understand. Yeah, I, I see Ryan down there, man. I love the lion PFP that you got. I mean, we know how lions roll, right? So <laughs> good to see you in the space, man. Also, yeah, big shout out to everybody here. I see a lot of familiar faces. I see people from the 2.0 side. I see developers from the Lunk side. I see, you know, projects that have launched on the Classic. I see validators in here. Uh, can I just say something to everybody, you know, regardless of what has happened in the past, regardless of what has been said on social media, I love spaces like this. This is something that we need to have more of. This is something that needs to be broadcasted all over the world and to show people that things are happening, not only on 2.0, on Luna Classic, on Cosmos, and they need to pay attention. This is how it's done, lads. This is the way. And that is what Lunk Live loves, having everybody from multiple communities, multiple blockchains coming in these spaces and listening to the topics that we talk about. You know, Vlad, I was, I was talking, talking to somebody just last week about, you know, the new uh, station that's coming out. Are you guys looking like for future, you know, goals, trying to implement like a, a section within station that can take you know, a user right to enterprise uh, protocol? Or are you, are you looking at ways to do that? By yeah, so um, one, of the, one of the really big updates that we're kind of thinking of right now is making DAOs first-class citizens on station itself. And so what that means is actually creating a wallet type that is a DAO. Um, and so why this is useful is our goal is to be completely no-code. Um, we want to have a time where it's like the only people that really have to code up proposals in enterprise are going to be like devs doing like really crazy stuff. But like for 99.999% of cases, like we want this to be entirely no code. 
Um, and so integrating enterprise directly into station is one way that we think we could really achieve this. And what this is going to allow you to do is go on any application directly. And, you know, just like you would use it with your regular wallet, you just click buttons, it signs transactions. That's how easy it's going to be to create proposals on enterprise. So if you want to do like a huge swap with your enterprise treasury, that's going to be super simple um, because all you would do is go on your favorite decks, you'd click the swap and it would automatically generate that proposal message for you. And so absolutely, we do want to integrate this into station. I think that that would bring us to the next level. And, you know, honestly, that's not something that many DAO platforms can do. Not many DAO platforms have access to both the DAO platform itself and the wallet. That's something that we have. And I think we should really uh, make use of that. Listen, that's that's <laughs> gosh, I'm just sitting here smiling because I'm thinking, yeah, that's that's next level stuff right there like that. That's that's the way, because. What it, what you have right now is you have a large majority of individuals. I've talked to a lot of people, very successful people. And you know how many of them have told me, Vlad, that, gosh, if I was just a developer, if I had just had the ability to code, you know, I would launch my own project. I have the backers. I have the connections. I have all these people that I could utilize, but I just don't know how to launch a smart contract. I don't know how to, you know, get uh, all these wonderful tools in the same location. If you guys are working on that to make that uh, you know, possible with Station Wallet, look out because that that is not <laughs> that is not on the market as far as I can see. And ease of use is crucial, 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 crucial for these new these new class of people that are coming in here. They want something that's not too difficult to understand, right? That is simple to use, that gets the job done. And if if you guys are working towards that goal. That's going to be a juggernaut of a project. I'm, I'm, I'm just being 100% honest with you. And I, I'm, I'm really excited to hear talks like this because I feel like this is the next step. This is the future of cryptocurrency. Like before it was just the creation of, of crypto itself. Now it's scalability. What you can build off of these cryptos, what you can create, you know, in the laboratory and, and bring it to the masses so they can utilize it. That's how you're going to take it to the next level for mass adoption. You know, if you're just sitting here hoping your meme token called kitty cat token is going to be used at McDonald's to buy a hamburger, it ain't going to fly like that. <laughs> you know, you, you've got you've to create stuff that, you know, implements, uh, you know, data and, and use case and DAOs and, and just all these wonderful things that, you know, take us to the next level. I mean, there's no other way around it. So that's massive stuff, man. I, I'm really excited to hear that. I, I heard, um, you know, Mr. Imani talking about you know, their vision for, for, uh, station wallet for the future. And I was just sitting there going, wow, like any, anybody that uh, asked me, Hey, you know, diamond, where's a good place to, to store my lung? Cause we're having some, <laughs> we're having some issues with some exchanges right now. I'm not going to lie, Vlad, every single time I'm like station wallet, station wallet, yeah. <laughs> like station wallet. Bro. And, yeah. and it, it's gotten a I, lot I, better, um, you know, since B3 launched. So if you guys tried it before, you didn't really like it that much. I recommend trying it again because um, it's improved so much. It's just such a pleasant experience now. Sir, but when mobile? When mobile, sir? Mobile mobile's <laughs> actually very soon. I'm not I'm not on that team yes. in particular, so I don't want to talk too much on it. But <laughs> but from what I'm hearing, mobile very, very soon. <laughs> yes, yes. Everybody's like, Diamond, win, win, sir. And I'm like, man, be patient. It's coming. It's coming. And I understand it. Like certain people, 
like depending on the individual, some some are desktop bros, man. They just, you know, they they're hesitant about mobile. They're like, you know, look, I don't know about that. I want to keep it on my desktop. I want to keep it on my laptop. And that's great. But we as a human race, what are we now? We are mobile, baby. We've got our phones on us 24-7. If you want to communicate with us, you know, you text us, you FaceTime us, you do, you know, voice calls, voice chats, whatever. I mean, my phone never leaves my side. It's it's a part of me. And I, and I think what the issue is, Vlad, is, is some people are hesitant to be all in on mobile because they're just afraid of what can occur if you're not careful, like, you know, it is connected to, you know, Wi-Fi, it is connected to internet. But I, I feel as if, you know, if you're doing things to educate people and say, hey, guys, look, don't click on links. Don't connect your wallet to these websites. Like, you just got to be smart, right? Um, I feel like if you do that and you, you bring the educational side of things out and show people like, hey, just be careful, man. I, I think we could really alleviate a lot of those losses that kind of hinder people from wanting to be all in on mobile. But that's just me. I mean, if you guys love your laptops, man, hug them close. It's okay. But for me as a, as a crypto user, I love my, my cell phone. I, I, I love being able to be on a boat in my car and trade crypto. I think it's awesome. I mean, right? soon enough, we're all going to be rocking Apple Vision Pros. Mobile, <laughs> mobile is just Have you the, seen the those, man? <laughs> yeah, those things are wild, man. I, I wasn't aware of uh, of the Apple Vision Pros. I, I I had not seen anything about those. And then when I saw videos um, of people actually using them to look at code, I went, uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, that's next level stuff, man. That's next level stuff. And somebody made a joke <laughs> the other day. They were They were looking at those visions and they were like, why is it only men that are wearing these? Is this only going to be a guy toy? <laughs> no, I mean, like, like, look, the second they make them like not obnoxious looking, everyone's going to be wearing them. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine if they made them look like a pair of sunglasses? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be I mean, hey, it'd be stylish, man. It'd be pretty cool. But no, I mean, that's that just showcases what we're talking about here, folks. I mean. Who would have ever thought in a million years that us as humans would have the capability to wear a headset like that and to literally see things explode in 3D within our eyes, um, you know, grab something, twirl it around, throw it over here, move it here, have multiple screens at our disposal. I, I never thought that was possible. So the same thing with cryptocurrency, the same thing with, you know, what Vlad and his team are trying to create here. I mean, it's the same same concept, same concept. And I know it's difficult to understand when you're just talking about it. And, and we as humans are, are visual creatures. We want to, you know, view it, reach out, touch it, check it out. You know, that's that's what's coming. And that's what's being talked about on today's program. I'm super excited, man, for this. I can't wait to get my hands on this. And like we've already stated, we've already created our Dell. So if you want to create yours, hop on over there and fire one up, boys and girls. Because I'm telling you what, this thing is is hot. I like it. I like it a yeah, lot. And one thing I want to add to that is you guys have, you know, one of the most vibrant communities and, and, and one of the most popular communities that I've seen. Like you guys are everywhere. Um, and one thing that we're going to be adding into enterprise, um, you know, sooner or later is these um, these incentives for participation. And that's something I think that, you know, the Lunk crowd can really, really excel at. Um, is we're going to add, you know, the ability to reward people in their DAOs and, and distribute rewards based on the participation that they've had in the DAO. Um, you know, we're going to be uh, filtering DAOs at the, at the top pages by, you know, the hottest DAO of the week. That's also going to be participation based. And so there's going to be a lot of participation incentives that 
Um, honestly, I, I, I think are a bit cooler than TVL. And, um, and it's also going to help people, um, you know, get incentives without actually having to, um, you know, pay for them to buy any, 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 any sort of tokens. It's just purely participation based. Man, thank you so much for the kind words. I mean, I've, I've been with them for almost two years. I've been in the trenches with them. I've been through the days of red, through the days of green. And I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I've been in crypto for many years and I've never seen a group of people that are so committed so goal driven to recover this blockchain and i'm i'm proud to be a part of it i you know I, i'm i'm just so thankful you know that other people are starting to see this and i can tell you what if you guys are given incentives for participation you'll find no better place in the terrellin classic community and you know I, I also get a lot of messages too you know uh, vlad and i've i've said this before um i know things can kind of get muddied on social media and you know rumors can start and you know this guy's against you and we don't like you and all this stuff I'm telling you what, there is a very large percentage of this community that is very willing to reach out to other blockchains, to collaborate, cross-pollinate, whatever you want to call it. We don't care. But we're we're wanting to show people that we are wanting to take Luna Classic to the next level, inter- interact with other blockchains, take Cosmos to the moon as a whole ecosystem, every single project in Cosmos, to show the world that this is the absolute number one ecosystem on the planet and you need to be a part of it and that's what we're doing today showcasing our talents showcasing our strengths and this is the way this is the way you get that done so i'm i'm, I'm very excited to have you on the show i know we're coming in on that one hour mark and you said you had a hard stop at, at 10 o'clock guys listen do yourself a favor give vlad a follow give enterprise protocol a follow make sure that you show them some love uh like i said we've already got our dow created go create a dow you know, go go create one. Check out the the UI. Check out the web pages. You know, use the stuff because if these guys are creating these wonderful applications and these wonderful protocols for you, show them some love. Go out there, use them. Um, you know, hop in their Telegram, show them support, and let's uh, let's start making some moves, baby. Because I'm, I'm telling you, bull run is almost here. It's coming. You know, Bitcoin and I right there touch 50k, and you know you don't want to be you don't want to be sitting on the sidelines, right? Saying hey. I hope we can get this built in time. Look, we've had two years to build. And so now we're really going to have to hunker down and make some things happen here. And I think that we can create this by by doing what we're doing right now. So Vlad, man, thank you so much for coming on Lunk Live. I was so excited to get you on. Like I said, my DMs are open. If you need any communication with the L1 task force or anything, man, just let me know. And let's make some magic happen. Yeah, I really appreciate the time. This is actually one of my favorite spaces. This is such a fun talk. Um, so thank you. Thank you for that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Folks, that's going to conclude Lunk Life for today. Thank you all for for attending. You could be anywhere else in the world right now, but you're in here with us. That really means a lot. Um, And we're going to keep bringing this content to you. And we're going to make sure that we do this every single day when we come out here is promoting Terminal Classic, you know, promoting the devs that are helping us out. Big props to TFL for continuing to support us. We, We are very appreciative, gentlemen. Thank you so much for the help. Guys, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, you stay classic. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of pain. 
mitts, red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these tokenomics, they probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting honest. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, though the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first, sir. Mentality. Teeth stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is way for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.